there, and a warm welcome to Dystopian Hot Dog. Yes, uh, episode 16B. Yes, that's the, right. It's the one after 16A. That, uh, well, they people will probably work that out, the, that system. Because our listeners, they're many things, but they're not stupid. No. They're not stupid. No, no, but they're loyal, Marvin. Very they're loyal. And growing. Gr- gr- they are growing. We've yeah. got... We've, we've got... Ah, oh, we... Tens of fans now. Well, well, I mean, it's these things are very hard to measure, really. Very. Uh, certainly in the digital age. Yeah. But a dream come true for us because we were approached by a guy on social media who has now pledged to put us onto his internet radio station in New Zealand. He, he did do that. And, and then we've he not ne- heard from him since. Not heard we? from him since. No. He just got in touch. Yeah. He was really, uh, what's the word? Is it effusive? Is effusive a word? Well, with we can praise? call him. We're, we're going to call him. He was effusive. an effusive yeah. New Zealander. He was an effusive Kiwi. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, is an a effu- lovely turn of effusive praise. Kiwi. He was yeah. definitely an effusive Kiwi, and he had lots of praise for the podcast. Can I use this? And then he never got in touch again. <laughs> but he still might be doing it. But when we're just being needy, saying you know, because we can't send him a message now saying, "So have you done it then? Are we on?" No, we can't do that. You know, because we look like tits then, don't we? So maybe he's just gone. Look, all right, lads, it's on, right? Yeah. Back Maybe he's used to dealing with people who are actually established in in the podcast business. Maybe, mate. Not who don't of... need to know if the effusive Kiwi is using <laughs> it. If the effusive Kiwi gets in touch, they're a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the effusive Kiwi. Give him what he wants. Yeah, you don't need to tell us what you're doing with it. Whereas we, <laughs> we want to know, don't we? We need to know. We need to know. Dog. What was his name? Was it Will? Something I was Will's... just going to try and find out because yeah. it's rather rude, isn't it? Just continually referring to him as the effusive Kiwi. I think he'd like it. Was he called Brendan? Brendan. Brendan. Well, he probably still is called Brendan. Brendan, if you're still listening, thank you, first of all, for your, for your effusive ways, and secondly, for uh, for pledging to put us on internet radio station from a New Zealand base, because yeah. I don't know about you, Marvin, but I've always wanted to broaden our listenership in Wellington. It definitely, definitely. And when you started out this particular bit there, speaking about a man had got in touch with us over social media, I'd forgotten about that, but I thought you were going to come at it from a sexual angle. A man approaching us through the podcast. So it was a male admirer of some oh, kind right. who was going to propose a threesome. Um, because sometimes we do talk about, we've well, touched each other's leg. We've yeah. talked at times about being naked in the same room. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We've talked about being in an old people's home together, yeah. where at least one of us is naked, yeah. and one of us is wearing a we're- dressing gown, which is... Well, you created that beautiful image where you had you, you, your fingers down your foreskin, didn't you? Thumb. Was it my thumb? Oh, was it you were thumbing? Thumbing the foreskin. And thumb a dre- it. Was it the dressing yeah. gown that had become a wanking jacket? Or was that's, that a, to- a separate thought? I think that's a separate thought, but but it's nice. It's nice to have it. The, the belt would be a, an, an ideal clean-up <laughs> yes. apparatus, I'd, I'd imagine. Perfect size. But it wasn't a man that had got in touch. Well, it was a man. Um, yeah. he's, not a well, real, listen, he's not a real Kiwi. We don't know what Brendan's true intentions are, though. I mean, you're dispelling the fact that maybe he's this is first level and then he's going to uh, follow it up with lads are you coming to New Zealand in your dressing gowns I don't really have a radio station so so we, let's go full circle on this because I'll be honest with you me not wanting to have sex with this guy doesn't mm. make me a homophobe no 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 because no. that's, that's, no. the, that's the grey area these yeah, days no, isn't no. it because I so. found myself going out I met up with a few lads from university the other week and I was trying to get through Manchester and it was gay pride day okay and I'm trying to get across the road. And, and I asked a, a marshal, where can I get across the road? Mm. So the marshal said, oh, there's a point down there. So I get, and there is a point that says, 
you know, parade crossing area. Now, at this parade crossing area, a very tall man, 6'2", 6'3", yeah. in height. and um, As opposed to, in what? As opposed to his coordinates. To, yeah. <laughs> his Richter scale. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he looked like he was into fracking. Yeah. He had like a fracking t-shirt and I thought that's not appropriate for gay pride to be honest mate. You imagine, were the wrong march. So. I imagine that the LGBT community and other letters that might be at the end community aren't overall into fracking. What does Q stand for? The queer. Not the queer. <laughs> I mean queer. Yeah. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queers. Queer. Fucking hell. I didn't mean... Right. I'm not even being provocative here. That was just a slip of the tongue, seriously. I mean, when I say well, slip of the tongue, yeah. that's not for our New Zealand listener to get a hard on about. I'm not now tonguing anyone. No. Well, there's only me and Tam here. No. So if I was to- well, so- and I'd know about it. Anyway, this is just a story about me crossing the road and it's got offensive. <laughs> that's all it is. So I've got to the point where you cross over. Yeah. There's a guy who's six foot two and he's, he, he's, he's dressed as a woman. He's dressed a woman. Yeah. Because that's, he's, he's a transsexual yeah. man, I think. Well, that's... we think. We don't know, do we? But I don't know. He's anyway. making his own decisions, which is lovely to see. So I tap him on the shoulder yeah, and I say, right. uh, excuse me, uh-huh. are you waiting to cross the road? Because he's, he's stood right at the parade crossing point. Has he, has he interpreted that as you doing some kind of code language about whether he's a pre-op or a post-op? Uh, uh, are you waiting to cross the road? Does he think I'm saying to him, how far down the line with it are yeah. you? When all I wanted to know was, I want to get over the road yeah. to get to the director's box pub to watch the cricket and the football <laughs> with my mates. Yeah. But does he see it as, oh, here's a, here's a guy who's paying a lot of interest in me and my journey, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I just needed to get to the You pub. needed to cross the road. We didn't reach that point in conversation anyway. Oh. Because here's what I think happened. This mm. is my view. Mm. And we all come out the world with different views. We've all got different truths. Yeah. And this is one of the problems with 2019 is that our own opinions have become our own truths and we're all living on the same planet but in different fucking realities. Yep, the great hack. We're just talking about the talk, great talk hack. about the great hack. Which is good on Netflix. Watch that. I said, are you waiting to cross the road? Yeah. He turned around to me and said, no, I'm just watching the parade. What, with that level of anger? With that attitude. level of anger and oh, angst right. and pissiness at me. A bit uncalled for. Uncalled for, because I'm not being funny, mate. You stood under the fucking sign yeah. that says parade crossing point. Yeah. You're so- six foot two. You yeah. might be into fucking fracking. Yeah. You're a Richter scale walking around the streets of Manchester at the Gay yeah. Pride Festival. It- so don't blame me if I ask you if you're waiting to cross. Yeah. It- and I think what's happened, Tom, sorry to butt in, no, but I think he was about 50. Uh-huh. I think he's probably had 50 years of being pissed off with the world. Uh-huh. And maybe he looked at me, I was dressed like this. Mm. I wasn't there for the Gay, Fest- no. the gay Pride Festival. No, no, no. I was there for a pint with the... But I love the Gay Pride Festival. And as I'm walking through it, I'm thinking, I'm bringing the kids next year. Yeah. I'm going to bring my other half. I'm going to have a great day at the Gay Pride Festival. Whereas this guy turned around to me, all pissy. No, I'm watching the parade. Really in my face. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, do I embody everything that he's hated for 50 years that's, that's made him, that's held him back maybe? It may be afterwards as well. Maybe he's gone to the pub with, with his friends and said, this bloke today... And I'm doing the voice because this is how we spoke. Okay. This might be an offensive impression of him, but this was how he spoke. Well, no one I'm, knows. I'm not going to start saying, oh, and then he's turning around to his mates because he wasn't a scouser. No. Was the impression a scouser? That was a scouser just oh, then. Maybe, no. though, this is more based in parade etiquette. Now, I know right. there's crossing points, but I remember being at Disney World as a child and being looked upon very scornfully because I crossed the mid-parade. 
Now, it's very well officiated a parade, yeah. generally. Certainly in Disneyland setting. But was it an official crossing point? What? I... I don't think Oh, it you was. see, if you're getting vague on me, right. you, you're breaking all types of convention. How old were you? Nine. Nine. But the, I'd found myself at the wrong side because they're quite brutal. When the, when the parade is coming through, yeah. the officials are very, like, they're very focused on the parade. So if you're separated from your parents, that's a secondary issue. It's Mickey's birthday. But Isn't also, it? Mickey, whether it's Mickey's birthday or a Trump administration, they're not bothered about separating children from their families. Ah, oh, the Mexicans. Yeah, maybe yeah. you look. Maybe your Yorkshire accent yeah. to them yeah. sounded like a Mexican accent. Yeah, perhaps. You know, like how the English accent can sound like an Australian accent to the end. Very similar. The Yorkshire accent. Or your scales can sound like a, an, uh, an Asian market accent. An Asian market, yeah. yeah. So maybe there's a general disdain for anyone who wants to cross over to the other side of a parade. Right, okay. Even though I'm not responsible for the setting up of the parade rules, met you think he, he had a real problem with general parade crossing. Respect the parade. Respect the parade. And I think parade comes first. We've gone through a New Zealander. <laughs> Tab. We haven't yet, but we're we on the way, yet. Brendan. We haven't yet. We're gonna we're gonna really yeah we're gonna bomb you bomb you. The issues of being a um of trying to get across the gay parade festival. Yeah. The fake news, the the different worlds we live in, yeah. everyone's truth is different to the next. Yeah. And I think we're addressing some key issues here and I hope we've not come across as offensive, but I think we might have done at some stages. That yeah. wasn't intentional. But I'm 44 this month, so and I'm yeah. from the North and a working class family. So this stuff will happen by accident, mate. Yeah. Yeah. This shit will happen you by accident. You can't stop it. So we've lost the first test match, mate. Oh. Don't want to dwell on it too much. Mm. And the only thing worse than England's... Well, no, to be fair, we had parts of the match where we played really well. Well, we, the well, we, had, them, we had them in the palm, didn't we, yeah. on day one? Yeah. So we had ups and downs throughout the test. Yeah. One guy who was shocking throughout the test was the umpire, Joel Wilson. Yes. Who had an absolute... Shocker. Nightmare. He had a nightmare. And, and he was that bad... That it made me start to think of... Because I played a lot of cricket and football when I was younger. It made me think he was that bad. He was almost like a fucking local league umpire. Just guessing at shit. Well, do you think he was pissed? I don't know if he was pissed. He is West Indian. Yeah. So I don't know if there was a relaxed uh, approach. Okay. You know, we've talked about the relaxed yeah, approach. A relaxed I don't approach. know if he's related to Chris Gale. Yeah. So he might be thinking about shagging. Yeah. We don't know that. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the truth. Jordan Archer... Uh, Joffre Archer. Jordan Archer is his brother. He's a butcher. Isn't yeah. He? Uh, Basingstoke. But Joffre <laughs> Archer wasn't playing no no so he wasn't there as a liberating force and maybe England haven't played him because they know that Joel Phillips uh, Joel Wilson <laughs> Joel Phillips is his cousin who's also a butcher in Basingstoke it's fucking weird how that's turned out isn't it yeah yeah and they're opposite uh, from each other yeah and you know he'd he call it <laughs> he's selling his pork chops for a quid pork, pork chops pork chops and then the day after pork chops pork chops <laughs> oh, if, if Tam edits out the Harry Hill bit from earlier on that won't make any sense but anyway let's yeah. fucking move on no, I'm gonna so, leave it in. so maybe the reason that England left out Joffre Archer was because they knew Joel Wilson was umpiring Joel Wilson is related to Chris Gale mm. he's a shagger he, they knew he wouldn't give him any decisions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, screaming Russians screaming it, Russian involvement yeah, yeah well the Russians and the West Indians are essentially the same race uh, but anyway moving on yeah. <laughs> let's, not, let's not examine that sweeping <laughs> yeah, statement yeah, yeah. but what I'd say is this culminated with a load of 
tweets that I saw about Sunday League because obviously football's coming back. It's early, yeah. early August now. The football's on its way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and there was a tweet, mate, linked into the stuff about shit, shit umpiring and it being like local league standard. Mm. Local Sunday League tweet. Referee hadn't turned up. Okay. They decided to play the game anyway. With that, with no ref. No, a guy says our ref. So they come to start the game. I don't mind refing, but I've not got a whistle. Uh-huh. Ref's not got a whistle. So, quick question. What did the ref end up using as a whistle? Uh, this is lovely, by the way. Okay. This is so lovely, what he ended up refing it with. Is it an air horn? Not quite. I'll just tell you. Go on. Harmonica. <laughs> so every time he gives a decision... <laughs> He sounds like a shit Bob Dylan. That's amazing. That... Absolutely <laughs> fucking amazing. Like but that. what I loved was the idea that, right, that we're looking for stuff to ref the game and they're finding all sorts of bits and bobs. They've, they've even contemplated, oh, he's got a crisp packet. What a crisp packet. Like, You'll just rustle it. He's got a dog. Can your dog bark on command? If I turn to the dog and say, he's offside, just do a, do a just, bark. Yeah, just pull his bollocks down and then the dog will go, every time. But it made me just think of all the wonderful things that could be used in that city. What what would be the best instruments oh, to run around? A, Christ tu- almighty. a tuba? Is there a guy running around tuba? Yeah, well, a tuba would, would draw attention, wouldn't It'd it? It'd be hard work with a double bass, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, the big fucking double well, it, bass. To, Something needs to be mobile, isn't it? Unless the, you're putting wheels on the it. The speed of the game these yeah. days. <laughs> although, the, although, again, going back to Sunday League, there were some refs that never went out of the centre circle. <laughs> well, that's They just right. refereed from the yeah. centre circle. So if you get the guy to set up on the centre circle with a seat and a double base, <laughs> you just ref it from there. If you're appealing to the ref for a clear penalty, you go, ref, oi! Oi! Oi, he's going, hang on, pal, I've got to drag this around. Hang on, mate. I'll be there in a minute. Oh, but it, it made me think as well about like top refs. Like, you know, I met, remember Kalina? Oh, yeah, the, the uh, Italian ref. Italian, yeah, big eyes. Won't quite be as sinister if he came up to you to give a decision. <laughs> With a cornet. And, he, and instead of having the whistle, he just ran up to you. With his evil eyes, with this. <laughs> a party blower. He's got a party blower because he's just, he's just been because he's just been refing as well at the soft play centre. <laughs> so that 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 was lovely. That's amazing though. Because yeah. I, I I had umpires as well where they couldn't even count the six balls. So if you were like, I had I had it a few times where say if you were batting or if you were fielding you're trying to keep a certain player on strike or off strike towards the end of an innings yeah that was you're trying to farm the strike to hide the tail end lap of the gods <laughs> so of the six ball the over you, you do, do a bit of gardening you say to your mate right it's a quick single on this one you take the single and the umpire does not say the word over so oh we're bowling another seven seven ball over now are we because <laughs> you can't fucking count yeah absolutely or the other way around where you'll bowl you know you'll think you'll have one more ball left to get the, and he'll call it after five balls. After five balls. Over. Yeah. It isn't! No! It isn't! No! I'm counting. We're eight down. We need another 40 to win. There's another ball, you dickhead. <laughs> but the, the last thing that I thought would be lovely for a referee to referee a football match with would be a squeaky gate. Now, I found a squeaky gate on Twitter the other day that not only is it a squeaky gate, 
So he's running around with a squeaky gate. Every time he makes a decision, he has to swing Dalton a yeah. shot. But he needs both fence panels. <laughs> he needs both fence panels. So whether he's got the linesman, whether the linesman have given up running the line and yeah. they're just on the fence panels. Yeah, well, it's a three-man job. It's a three-man it? job. Yeah. So we've got, we're not going to play offsides today, lads. <laughs> or lasses. Women play as well. <laughs> so he's got the garden gate. But this garden gate also plays a tune. So whenever he gives a decision, this is what happens. Plays Moller Kintyre. Because <laughs> it's this god. <laughs> A garden gate that plays Moller Kintyre. And that is. <laughs> that is. That is. I mean, that's exceptional on its own. Yeah. In this setting. So, so the lovely thing would be is they're looking for something to, for the rep to use. And they're looking at the field where there's an allotment there and go, is that a disused gate? Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, it's a three-man job, that. <laughs> Come Fuck on, the line. So they go over and get it, and the first time they make a decision, they all go, is that, is that motherfucking <laughs> Get the, d- d- Just, I think it's the last frontier. They maximised everything to do with marketing the football. Yeah. The last... The last frontier to really market the fuck out of it is give the refs something fun to officiate. The whistle's with. had its day. The whistle's the, been around since since day one of it's, football. It's done. And and actually, just tying this in because this is actual experiential customer fact. I took Nicola to watch a match when we first started seeing each other. She wasn't happy with it. Error. And um, when the game kicked off, she went, "Oh, have they started?" I went, "Oh yeah, yeah, they've started." She went, "Oh well, there was no announcement," and I went. What do you mean an announcement? I said, the ref's whistle usually does a job. She goes, well, there should have been a countdown or something. And I said, it's fucking Old Trafford, not Cape Canaveral. But maybe she had a point. Okay. Maybe she had a point. Yeah. Maybe Nicola's not interested in the football. And maybe her interest, her lack of interest comes from, there's no intro here. You know, going back to what we said earlier on about, you know, women, you know, blokes are more basic. Mm-hmm. Women will want something rather so, I mean, Yeah, more of a show, more of a warm up. So... Give the refs an intro. Yeah. Give them a musical gate. A play on. Mullock and Tyre could play them on even. Yeah. And then they could do their own version of it with a rusty gate. Who's not going to enjoy that? Let the refs choose their own kit as well. Yeah, as long yeah. as it doesn't colour clash, let them choose their own kit. Yeah. Okay. Bermudas. Bermudas, whatever they for want. The, only for the summer. They've got, to, they've got to cover up the penises. That's the only limit I put on them. Okay. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> what would you come as if that was your brief? I'd come as... A chicken and with a rubber glove on my head. Yeah. Chicken. And, and, and as yes, I was about to make a big decision, yeah. I'd do the gate. Yeah. And then I would do a bit of a chicken strut. Okay. Yeah. And 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 because it's a 50-50 in the box. Yeah. The crowd don't know which way it's gonna go. And then I'll sort of like peck my nose towards the penalty spot. So I won't even use my hands because I've got hands because I'm, I'm really committed to the chicken because I'm doing wings. So you, your nose is down on the penalty spot. <laughs> I'm pecking pe- it. I'm pecking it like that. <laughs> Well, the crowd's cheering. And also, I take on the persona of the chicken, which is quite difficult to tame. Yeah. And they can't move me from the penalty spot. So they have to take the so penalty... they can't put the ball down. So when they do put the ball down, it's not on the spot. Right. They score, but I keep disallowing it because they're not taking it from the spot. <laughs> so ideas to, to move it forward for refs. It's, 
it's summer holidays, so you're having to spend more time with the children. We've dug out a few of the books that we've not looked at oh, for a while. Yeah. Nursery rhyme books. Okay. Nursery rhymes came out. This particular nursery rhyme troubles me here. Go on. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Now, before we move on, let's focus on that. Yeah. How much pumpkin is this fucker eating? Yeah. For him to be nicknamed. First of all, why does it, who, who eats pumpkin? No, well, he's got to be American, hasn't he, Peter? They're the only people who eat the pumpkins. So, first of all, he's standing out because he says he's at work over here and he's American. Maybe. He's in the warehouse, but he's the only yank here, but also he's eating pumpkin. So, if he wasn't the pumpkin eater, it'd be Peter, Peter... American bloke. Yeah. So then that would yeah. be a good start for the rhyme. No, because it, it doesn't would, rhyme with Peter. Knacker the meter. Yeah. Peter, Peter, don't knacker the meter. <laughs> there you go. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Had a wife but couldn't keep her. So. Quite bleak. Quite bleak. So he had a wife but he couldn't keep her. <laughs> now, is that because he's a prick? Because he's trying to keep in some kind of cellar. Mm. Is he a fritzel? I don't think so. I th- I read him more into that. Had a wife but couldn't keep her. I think that there's been law intervention there. Ah. Oh. I think there's been a court case. Right. I mean, we don't know what she's sadistic left. shit he's been up to. She's left him because... But she's got a court order. You see, I thought it might be, just thinking about it now, had a wife but couldn't keep her because he was just silly. Oh, it was less sinister and... He's like Frank Spencer. Uh, he just kept fucking clown. up. Yeah, he just kept fucking up and that's why he couldn't keep her. Oh, okay, so dark again. Dark again, yeah. sad, yeah. sad. Yeah. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, had a wife but couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell. Here we go, more information. So he's put her in a pumpkin shell. Why has he done that? Why has he done that? Now we're getting to the bottom of it a bit, aren't we? Mm. So he's So we know that he likes the pumpkin... Yeah. He's put the wife, which he couldn't keep, in the shell. Now, <clears throat> it's either a really big pumpkin shell or a very small wife. human. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe, again, going back to finding animals attractive, has he taken on a cat as a wife? Okay. He put her in a pumpkin shell and there he kept her very well. Has he kept her very well from his perspective or her perspective? <laughs> Does he think I'm doing a fucking great job here? But all the time, she's... But all the time, she is... Just, just planning, the, hatching the plan. The to... weight's falling off her. She's, yeah. He's not fed her. Yeah. He keeps ejaculating on her when she's in manacles, <laughs> in the pumpkin. She's not seen daylight for weeks. She doesn't think it's going very well at all, no. to be honest. No. You know, and there he kept her very well, in whose fucking opinion? That's right. Peter, Peter's opinion. Mm. Definitely not his wife or the cat or whatever it is. We've not got there yet. Next next verse. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. They're really emphasising the yeah, pumpkin yeah. element. That's he fucking thing. loves... They've not gone for the next rhyme and gone, Peter, Peter, pot pie eater. <laughs> They're really labouring the pumpkin yeah, yeah. element. Well, the, you th- the pumpkin's crucial, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. Whole, that's the key so to the so mystery. So maybe the first few days when he turned up with pumpkin every day, they didn't really nickname him it. No. But when he got to day four and five or week two and three of he's constantly turning up eating fucking the whole warehouse thinks of pumpkin yeah where's this smell coming yeah, from who is this prick Peter which yeah. Peter Peter over there well, well Peter you know pumpkin eater and then it started yeah Peter Peter pumpkin, pumpkin eater. eater next next verse Peter Peter pumpkin eater had another and didn't love her Dark. oh now there's a turn oh fucking there's a twist 
So first of all, what's happened to the wife who well, was kept well? She's she's kept her very well in his eyes. Also, we, we don't know what year this is in. Oh, no, no, no. So if do you reckon is... we've, we've fast-forwarded a decade, perhaps? Oh, mate, I was going back to the Industrial Revolution times. Oh, okay, right. I don't know why this American's in the country, yeah. but he's working in the mills in the late 19th century. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where law and order... They're not, they're not so much bothered about domestic violence or domestic abuse. Okay. They're focused more on people not fighting full of gin in the street and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater had another and didn't love her. So he's got remarried. Yeah. But he don't love her. Now, what does he do when he... Do, do, when he loves them, mm. is that when he starts abusing them? Mm. <laughs> is it when he loves them too much? Yeah. Is it like off Mice and Men? Yeah. Where Lenny crushes things that he loves too much <laughs> is, is it Lenny <laughs> is this Lenny well maybe it is maybe the fucking the clues are stacking up the nursery rhyme is another Steinbeck classic I tell you go on what's next because I don't know how this tale ends do you not know how this ends I mean I'm, I'm, not, I'm aware of it but I don't I can't I can't think of the next line Peter learnt to read and spell oh right so didn't see that coming did you well I certainly <laughs> didn't but maybe this is giving us some more backstory about yeah. his, you know, he's turned to pumpkins because it's the only thing that he really knows and loves. Yeah. He's dyslexic. Can't read all right. He's, he's dumb. dumb. Yeah, he's dumb, he's like, but he's gone to night school. So he doesn't love his wife. But he has learned to read and spell. Swings around parts, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's almost like Steinbeck's run out of things to talk about here. <laughs> Go on, what's the next fact? Peter learnt to read and spell, and then he loved her very well. So, so the foundation of his lack of emotion and feelings for his wife were based in the fact that he couldn't read or write. He, he had so much anger in himself, yeah, and his own lack of education. Self-loathing. Self-loathing, he was lashing out. Yeah. He was fucking lashing out he at was, all the women in his life, yeah. and comfort-eating. Pumpkin. pumpkin. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Yeah. Angry bastard, twat his missus. Doesn't rhyme. No. But that could have been a version. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the, the troubling aspect is, we still don't know what happened to the first wife. We, are, we have got no idea what became of and Janice. Nobody cares about Janice. That's no. the tragedy of this. No, no. One more little bit about this, mate. Go on. Wikipedia page for this nursery rhyme. There's an Abaddonian version from 1868. An extra verse. Oh, fucking hell! Go on. I'll try and do a Scottish accent. Peter, my Nipper. So it's not Peter Pumpkin Eater anymore. Peter, my what? Nipper. N double E P R. Nipper? I don't know. Peter, my Nipper. Okay. Had a wife and he could not keep her. Right. He put her in the war. At this point, did he emigrate to South Korea? <laughs> He put her in a walk. <laughs> no, right, I'll try and get this right. Peter Manipa had a wife and he couldn't keep her. I think I've got the, the rhyming bit wrong there. <laughs> anyway, the last bit goes. <laughs> he put her. <laughs> what he put her? In the wall. Hang on, it basically says, I'm not going to, and let the mice, and let a mice, and let the mice eat her. <gasps> I think it's saying, he Peter Manipa fucking... had a wife and he couldn't keep her. He put her in the wall 
and let the mice eat her. He put her in the wall? Put her in the wall. So there's another version where he's not even keeping them in fucking pumpkins. He's putting them in walls. Who else used to put them in the walls? <gasps> West, isn't it? It's West. It's West. It's so th- this this guy's this guy's Fred West. West. Turns out Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater is Fred West. Job solved. <laughs> I mean, cr- crime solved. Job done. Yeah. <laughs> P&O Ferry, it went off. Everybody scrapping. Row over fancy dress clown sparks mass brawl on cruise ship. Oh, Headline, shit. the Irish Times. I love this quote. There was blood everywhere. It's not, it's not the quote that I love. <laughs> One witness, part of a group involved in the trouble, explained to staff that things kicked off when another passenger, passenger appeared dressed as a clown. So someone's got such a hatred of clowns. Mm. That shocked him to the core. You could have built up an irrational hatred of clowns from... Remember the episode where you took a shit on more Park in Preston? Yeah. And the shoes appeared and the clowns were trying to look at you. Yeah. And they were queuing up and you were trying to windmill the clowns. Yeah. That would build up a hatred and an irrational fear of clowns. Yeah. Which could go through your adolescence to you as a grown man and present itself on a ferry. On a ferry, which is like we say, already a feral situation. Uh-huh. And you've already just, got you've already got the combative survival things going on inside you. Yeah. Step onto the piano. Yeah. Now you've been triggered by seeing the clown. Yes. Back to the quote in the newspaper. This upset one of their party because they'd specifically booked a cruise with no fancy dress. <laughs> now, how do you book a cruise well, with? They tick the box on the on the on the drop down menu. Surely. Is there a? Is that a thing? No. It's not a thing, is it? Not a thing. It's not the a thing. The fancy dress cruise. It's someone, <laughs> someone has thought, do you know what I'm going to do? And I don't know why I've gone camp, but maybe this lovely fella called called Sean has said, you know, the first night on the cruise, I've got a little surprise for y'all. I'm going to come out as a little, oh, no, I'm not telling you. I'm going to come out as a little surprise. Sean's come out. As the clown, yeah, a nice surprise for his yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sean's little surprise for everyone. No malice involved. No malice. And then the clown shows up, and suddenly malice is in town. Ah, clever. Not really. But it all comes out that a clown has caused a fight on the PL ferry. This is lovely. This next bit. So you know, in the previous podcast episode that uh, that Tam referred to earlier on. On a previous episode, I was in a toilet, as you may remember if you listened to the episode, where someone had a spying session on me while I was having a a poo and a wee. And I didn't know if it was a clown or not. That's right. I just went crazy. But what I should have done, I should have seen it as an opportunity to play clown or no clown. Correct. Because it might have just been a clown wanting to have a bit of fun. The headline in The Guardian, Man 43 and Woman 41 released after cruise ship brawl arrests. There's a woman involved. There's a woman in the scrapping. I always like it when a woman's scrapping. <laughs> it does take it to a new level, doesn't yeah. it? The underneath bit of the headline, the second sort of bit, Man in clown suit reportedly sparked the fight on Friday, but p says there was no clown. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but if people have seen a clown, are they suggesting that people are seeing clowns? 
Clown hallucinations. I know that the ferry is a feral place, but it's not haunted. (laughs) It's not haunted. And do you know what? This is why it all comes back to Brexit. Witnesses said the fight erupted in the buffet area on board P&O's Britannia. The name of the boat is Britannia. Yeah. In the early hours of Friday morning after a day of patriotic, in quotes, patriotic partying. What's that What mean? the fuck is patriotic what? Yeah, partying? Yeah, waving your little plastic flags. Yeah, is this a Brexit thing? Yeah. The, the, the Brexit supporters have seen the clown. The clown to them represents what's gone on in Parliament. Yeah. But, and, but, but, the, but P&O have come out. Rigidly sticking to their yeah. defence that there was no clown at all. The police were involved. Hampshire police confirmed that they were not aware of a clown being involved in the brawl. Cover up. A spokeswoman said, there is no information to suggest that a clown or anyone wearing fancy dress was involved in this incident. So so it's not fancy dress or a professional clown. It's not that clown from earlier on who's lost his, lost his shit so much that he feels like he has to get on ferries and start taking it to the people. Imagine being the police officer and say, so uh, we've, we, we've heard you've investigated a mass brawl on a P&O ferry and your first response was, yeah, but there wasn't a clown involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? It's like that thing we wrote about. On... No one mentioned a fucking clown. It's like that thing we wrote about in a previous episode as well when someone says, I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, I've been, me and Mrs. have been married for eight years now and, uh, I, and, I'm, and I'm unemployed at the moment, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's that same thing, isn't it? You don't need, why are you saying you're fine with yeah, it? Yeah, no, there was, uh, there was uh, punches thrown, there was, there was there was a, someone put a chair over the back of someone's back and caused terrible injury. But I'd just like to go on record by saying that there were we saw no evidence of clown involvement. No clowns. No clowns at all. No one called Sean. Certainly that I didn't see a clown. So again, it, further down the, the 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 article, it just reaffirms this clown thing again. Oh, well. One witness, part of a group involved in the trouble, explained to staff that things kicked off when another passenger appeared dressed as a clown. Sean. You caused all the trouble, mate. You're camping, you're lovely, but you made shit happen. Last thing. We mentioned Peter Peter, the pumpkin eater. Yeah. And it made me think about the name Peter. Been some great, great goalkeepers. Peter Shilton. Shilton. Peter Schmeichel. For those a bit older than us, Peter Benetti, the cat from Chelsea. Yeah, sexy cat. So anyone being named Peter today might be named after one of those Peters. Mm-hmm. Any, any of those Peters. Peter Sellers, if your parents were into the actor. Yes, yeah, but not a great goalkeeper. Terrible in goal. Sellers. And also saying to be said for Peter Schmeichel when he went for the role of the reboot of the Pink Panther. That's right. Fucking terrible he was. Yeah, he didn't, I mean, he didn't even get a recall. Peter out. Sorry? Peter out. Which could be what this podcast is about to do. No chance. Because I... Well, I would love someone to be out there who's named Peter just because of the verb Peter. Mm. Not because of... <laughs> <laughs> what, not, so, so they're not named after anyone... Of the great Peters. Be, but because there's something about the term Peter out that his mum yeah. and dad really like. Yeah. <laughs> so they're named after the verb Peter. So it's again, it's the conversation. Oh, lovely name for your little lad there, Peter. And I see he likes football. He likes playing in goal there. Have you named him after Shilton or Schmeichel or, or Benetti? Any of the great Peters that played in goal? And, uh, and the mum and dad go, no, no. Oh, right. So who have you named him after then? Oh, the verb, Peter. <laughs> Sorry. You know, as into Peter out. 
All right, nice to chat with you. <laughs> Imagine your name. We ninety six, a yeah. hedonistic time. Yeah, I got yeah, a student yeah. grant. Yeah. Imagine if my student grant brought me such pleasure. Yeah. People said, oh, your young lad there, he's yeah. playing a lot of rugby. Is he named after the great New Zealand rugby player, Grant Fox? No. Who's he named after then? The Piss-Ups of 96. <laughs> what? Sponsored by my student, Grant. Right, lovely. Nice to talk to you. So there we are, that's another episode done. Yes, it is, mate. Yeah. Really, really finish that episode. Let's done, let's move on, let's get out of here. Yeah, we've got to move on now because, you know, I've got uh, an appointment at uh, the local vicarage. Yeah, and, and time is precious. Yeah. As are jewels and vicars. Yeah. That's the same goals. <laughs> yes, that's right. Nothing more precious than a vicar wearing jewels. A precious vicar. Yeah. Precious vicar. Oh, well, you can't say anything to that vicar. He's so precious, but that's not what it is. No, no, it's it just means as a commodity. As a commodity, yeah. yeah as so. a commodity, as the vessel, as the voice uh, of God on earth. Yeah. So you've got to go and see a vicar. Yeah. And I've got to. Um, I've just. I'm, I'll do something else. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want you to come and see the vicar with me. No, no. Because no, well, okay. Well, I won't come then. No. Well, don't. Well, you don't need to invite well, me. Fine, well, I'm, I've got to get my own I, fucking. No vicar. stage have I invited you. Just right. come and see the vicar with okay, me. Okay, this has got awkward. Yeah, what? but I'm just saying, I'm just putting it down there. You're like, it was, it was going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right, mate. So that's the end of that episode. He's off to see a vicar, mm-hmm. and I'm not allowed, apparently. So, not um, allowed, not allowed. Forbidden. All right, mate. You don't, you don't need to say forbidden at the end of it. You could just say you're not allowed. When you say you're not allowed, I've got the fucking message. You don't need to weigh in with forbidden. I'm just making it crystal. Yeah, I've got it, mate, but I've got it crystal from when you say you're not allowed. Forbidden right. should be forbidden. Okay. Well, all right. Well, you're just not allowed then. Can I just say again, you're not allowed to yeah, come and see? Yeah, you've already said that. Oh, I'm saying it again. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot. <laughs> That's lovely, isn't it? <laughs>